0: Hello and welcome back to Audio Pong. Nice to see you again, Zach. Nice to see you too, Marco. What's Thanks. going on? Well, today, uh, I decided, or at least I was thinking we should talk about a YouTuber that I recently introduced to you and yeah. is someone I've been watching for, I don't know, a couple of years now. His name's Bjorn Andreas Bulhansen. And, uh, That's a good, good long name. I mean, the guy, it's a strong name. The guy is, he looks I think he was a former bodybuilder or a powerlifter mm-hmm. and he got injured but he's an excellent author um English is not his native language he's from Norway so he speaks Norwegian Right um but his videos are he has an interesting range of videos uh and that's why I thought he'd be an interesting person yeah, to talk about Yeah
1: it seems like his videos are almost like a almost like a vlog in a sense. But kind it's of a, like a video like, diary. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of uh bushcrafting and just kind of little survival tips here and there. Also, his viewpoint on the world and political views, and his experiences in life too, as he talks about. Yeah, his
0: channel has an interesting evolution. Where I, I originally I got into his videos because he was making wepo- medieval weapons, and I just haven't. I love that. I haven't. Yeah, that's his. Uh, his first video is him making a uh, a flat bow, which I've never heard of before. Yeah. So I and he makes everything from hand. And what I really appreciate him because I like watching videos on learning a craft because I'm you know into leather working, for example. And what I really appreciate is when someone who's demonstrating something makes a mistake or they bring up, uh, you know, the attempts before the finished product that they're making the video about. Right. Oh, so So you can see their process and their failure. Where they failed is, I think, really important to know because some choke points in learning are the same for everybody. Right. Or they're common. Yeah. I mean,
1: no, absolutely. I think it's important to show. Yeah, where your mistakes are so that you, other people can avoid them. I mean, th- that's your best teacher. So why can't it be someone else's teacher as
0: well? The mm-hmm. mistakes. Absolutely. So yeah, his, his, I highly recommend watching his videos. And, uh, he also became a very interesting person just to listen to his political views of his country. Uh, and I think the world in general, I share, I don't think I, I don't, I don't often disagree with the guy. No, uh, and I feel like he I, some of his points I don't necessarily agree with,
1: but I I, I see a lot of like my ideas in him because, or at least personality wise, because he see it just seems like a person that is seeing what's going around him and is just frustrated with it, and he so, doesn't know how to help, and he's just like, this is all I got is this YouTube channel, and I can give a voice to for to a thousand people, and that's all I got. A know? voice is powerful, but it is powerful. So what, did just, find, what did you so find, though? What did you think? so frustrating. I liked him. I thought it was... He, I agreed with a lot of what he's saying. Especially, like, he has... A lot of his uh, political videos are um, um, based around COVID. And it's all stuff I've been saying since the beginning. How right. they're taking rights away and how they're just, like... How it's a lot of fear-mongering and how it's just one line, then another line, then another line. One of the things I really liked when he's talking about uh, COVID and the government and all these new regulations and rules and enforcements right. and stuff like that is he, he, he brings up a point of uh, the government and where do you draw the line against your government and its regulations that it wants to enforce on you or rules or laws or whatever and he brings up the point where uh, would you let the government come to your house and take your food storage like your rations that you've saved up and redistribute them to the populace and when they do that, is it really redistributing? Most of the time it's just the military grabbing what they can and whoever's in that circle gets the the, the food. It's That's difficult, yeah. It's difficult
0: past. to find a good example of communism in general. I, I guess I don't really look for one, but I the ideas uh as far as what I understand of communism, let's well, say you know what? You can't I, don't find appeal it. to me. Yeah, because they don't exist from <laughs> but well, I try to stay open minded, but uh no, it it really you know, sometimes I so, you know, everybody's familiar with the, f- the phrase echo chamber, and I, I really try to catch myself when I fall into my own, right? Because we're all in our own echo chambers. I don't care who you are. Yeah,
1: he speaks about that, too.
0: Yeah, and he and does. And I what I like, he has sort of uh, – he doesn't really talk about his process of thinking, you know, because he's, he's not a neuroscientist like Sam Harris or something. But he – What I like is that he sort of uh, reveals his process of thinking simply by having a conversation with himself, essentially, because he's just talking to a camera, which is most YouTubers, I think. But what uh, I noticed is that sometimes he has revealed to me uh similar uh, thoughts or inclinations that i have myself and where i'm able to sort of step out of myself and catch myself falling into my own echo chamber because sometimes i find that the argument i'm having with myself isn't an argument i've ever actually had with another person and because of social media right or just any media in general that we are we listen to or or near or surrounded by mm-hmm. it's easy i find for me to uh, sort of just simulate just generate uh, you know an argument or a debate that I haven't yet had a chance to do or have with another human being to really get another human response and so uh, he, he reveals that with himself yeah and I, I feel it's like a technique I, I need to adopt do,
1: I kind of do that too where I will literally argue with myself I, it really does help though when you get an alternate viewpoint shoved into your idea and then you're just like Okay, but well, why does this person see it this way? And then you form an argument for that person, <laughs> and you're like, okay, maybe this is why they say it. It's playing chess it's like, with yourself. And then you I'm know? like, okay, but is that really rational? And am I being rational in this in my viewpoint? It's like trying to see just, that's healthy though. I think that is healthy. To have I think that's a needed. chess game with yourself. I think it's necessary, yeah. absolutely. And he does talk about how uh, uh, it's important to. He calls it mental toughness, or not? Me- yeah, no, intelligent. Is it intelligent toughness or something like that? Anyways, he speaks on like toughening your intelligence to break your echo chamber, which I, I kind of thought that was an interesting way to say it because I always do think of mental toughness as like, you know, like when I did my fast, like denying myself of something for a period of time to because my my mind's telling Uh, me to do this that's how i always thought mental toughness but he was talking about intelligence and like yeah i think and i thought that was a really unique and interesting way to, to to think about it because i was like wow so maybe yeah it is important to 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 force yourself to see things in other ways and to like bring in other ideas you don't have to agree with them but just allow them to to hear them and to listen and to try and understand to challenge your own ideas what i
0: think you you i think you're talking about two different things though because i think in my opinion like fasting is really a test of will right but that's me- that would your, be like uh, mental uh, toughness is well, i don't know as, to me like man- how
1: batman's mentally tough and doesn't let nothing, uh, like, but that's
0: know. formed i think in other ways i think that's formed from trauma Right. Survive, like, mentals. In other words, like, things well, your brain can survive.
1: Right. Which, yes. But th- that's, I guess. And you're right. some of
0: that can be generated, you know, simulated completely virtually in your mind. It doesn't yeah. have to always actually happen to right. you. Oh, no, that's
1: what dreams are for. Yeah. Dreams yeah. are super cool because well, they think one of the reasons that you dream is to simulate um, uh, dangerous I've read that, aspects, yeah. so that when you come across that, you already have had training in a sense. You have
0: the level of fear and anxiety you feel gives your brain sort of like uh, a mile marker, yeah, right? I Something don't, to I reference. don't feel like it's
1: ever helped me because I've had many, it because I've had have had many sh- uh, nightmares about a show. Uh, doing medieval times and doing, and then I go out there and I mess up. I still have the same amount of anxiety. <laughs>
0: so I
1: don't feel like the dream actually
0: helps. I don't, but. well, it doesn't reduce. <laughs> well, here's my experience with that. It doesn't reduce the anxiety or, or the fear of a moment or an experience. Mm-hmm. It just allows you to manage it. Oh, it allows you to overcome it better. Yeah. You, okay. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, some things oh, you can't really be- overcome. You just manage them, right? Because it can't be overcome.
1: Well, by overcome, I just mean, uh, persevere through
0: yeah right yeah so i mean that's where i think the success is it's you know everything's a skill right no, no matter what you practice whether it's making bows or uh blaming uh <laughs> conglomerates for taking over the world through a pandemic but so okay i'm just curious if you have what you think is an unpopular opinion about covid and oh, the practice I, I around it? maybe that, you have oh, more than one <laughs> i feel yeah yeah, yeah.
1: everything <laughs> that's yeah. my view Against, okay. So, masks, first of all. Um, I'm really, one of the things I'm worried about with masks is young children. Um, like babies and developmental stages of facial recognition, right? And yes. We're very social creatures. Yes. It's, and and I that wonder, ruins that. I, I mean, there's no, there's no evidence that I have, right? Um, to say that this is a bad thing or say it's a fine or it's whatever. But what I'm worried about is that for these children, that like they're not going to be able to understand smiles as well. They're not going to be able to understand sadness and everything. And they're not going to be able to see your facial expressions as well. Like you're missing half of your face. And we're so, especially before you're able to talk, you are body language. It's like you're a horse or any other animal. You can't communicate without, you know with words so you're using body language to exactly understand. Yeah. and if you don't know what your mother's trying to soothe you or what or if it's a threat or it's like how do, how does but then well, how does that affect you later on in life also like that's going to affect artists as as from children because you're not going to be able to draw faces as well because you well, never seen a well I face. don't know about that no <laughs> I don't know about
0: that see I think I think that's an uh what, it, you're, what you're referencing extre- is adapta- a, adaptation I'm a, I'm a, right, right but I mean, I'm also we're extremely, extremely adaptive now. Uh, creatures, human beings. And so, I mean, we could possibly wear masks, you know, that cover our entire heads and faces and yet still learn how to draw a face or how to recognize expression without, without, you know, more evidence. I of just, it. I just think it's gonna, it's gonna
1: cause some kind of difficulty.
0: It's gonna have to be
1: very, cause, okay. Well, that's so without, that goes without I, saying, I, I heard, but I don't
0: I, think, well, I mean, okay, but that to me, that seems that, so, maybe a minor detriment. I don't know. I mean, I, to no, you, it seems I, more major. It
1: is, it is. To me, it's just, it, cause, alright. So, life is full of adversity and, in, in persevering through it, right? And adding more to it is, it just, you're adding more to your adversities. Like, everyone's gonna have things that they're gonna have to overcome. But if everyone now, it has to overcome this one more thing, and then it's gonna be another thing, and then it's gonna be another, and then eventually, it's just gonna be a mountain of adversity. And that's what, you know, that's what I'm worried about is the pile on. effect. Well,
0: it's so controversial. Like, I mean, even within my own family um, and some of my friends, because here's the thing, right? Some people have experienced uh, close friends or family who actually did die from the disease, right? Mm-hmm. Whether they're young or old, it doesn't really matter. That person was close to them. So their their defense, it seems like they're more willing to have their liberties... Um, taken away from them because right. the overall fear I mean wh- when I've thought about it I've, I've, I feel like I've thought about this quite a bit and when I really think about it a- a- at the back of all of this the what is the main fear that drives the uh, the push to do all these changes in our society is that what that, that, that you could die or that all maybe all society all humans could die right That that's the that's so that when the changes made or new laws are made that we don't favor or we don't like uh, the idea is that that's somehow another step into saving humanity, right, to saving yeah. more lives. Um, when it comes to masks, though, and I, I think masks and and other limitations, uh, some limitations make sense, right? Um, I don't think personally, I don't think masks do. I don't believe because I I look at, I look at the evidence that I find online, right, the main source of all knowledge. Do, do, now, do, not really, the only thing masks are. Day, or, but,
1: are doing that I've seen is that it reduces the amount of uh, particles and our part like whatever, but the amount of uh, virus riding your spit into the air and it's reducing the amount the the, the distance it travels. But the thing is, it does go backwards, right? It goes. It goes from the sides of your mouth, and if you can breathe, air's getting out. is getting it out. It, it's, it's, it's not helping. The yeah, l- I know? just
0: I think. Um, I used to work in surgery rooms every day for yeah. years, and you know we had to wear you know scrubs and face masks and stuff like that. Yeah. But we still we still got sick from each other. Mm-hmm. We still got the common cold, the common flu from yeah. each other. They didn't save us from well, that. That's, that's it the, saved you know, us from blood splatter. Really, or fluid splatter, a, and when and when world. someone really did have a disease, like a blood disease or something, like hepatitis or AIDS mm-hmm. or whatever, I, I dude, I I double bagged my whole body, head uh, to toe. Yeah. I mean, I was in a spacesuit, mm-hmm. but that 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 was a physical shield against yeah. contact with something that you know an actual disease. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I saw me or a picture the other day on the internet of people at a train station you know, at least oh. probably more like 10 feet apart waiting to get on the train. And then once they're on the train, they're almost basically oh. hugging each other. I mean, <laughs> so they were sardines. I, the look, train. Look, so it's like, what's the difference? Money's like? got to be made, son. You know what yeah. I mean? Like th- it's all a joke to me. And when I was in Florida, you know, I, I really appreciate, I guess I really appreciate the rebellious spirit. You know, the, the idea of like personal freedom is really yeah. important to me. So I'm actually on Florida's side when, you know, a grocery store owner doesn't want to, inf- doesn't want to enforce mask wearing. Right. Right. And then gets a lot of criticism for it. It's like, hey, he's still, in- obviously the doors aren't closed. You know, yeah. people are still go in there and they're not dying. I don't know. It's so just to me.
1: The one piece of, uh, I, I guess it's anecdotal evidence. So. But uh, the one thing I have heard is that there was a, a mother who had a, a very preemie child, and it was in the hospital for several months, right? Yeah. And she had to wear a mask that whole time. And by the time that the, they got home um, with the child, uh, the 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 baby didn't recognize the mom without a mask and would cry in like fear from sure. It. From this like a strange being holding her, the, the yeah, baby. but isn't that I mean that's so, overcome so, that doesn't last long. So it only whenever she put the mask on though, it would stop crying. So she had to wear this mask because because the baby wouldn't recognize her
0: without it. Which Wow, is, that's just that's that's a weak. I would say that's a weak. I'm just parent, I, you know. I mean it's a good example of what you're I'm talking just about. I'm saying that yeah. it's it's an example of how no, that's this a good example a, what you're talking a, a,
1: about affect our developmental stages.
0: Well, it's it's just going to. I think uh, that's unavoidable at this point. I mean, we the world changes, we have to change with it.
1: And um, what was it? so I don't think that I think okay. So if masks make you feel safe, cool, wear them. Yeah. But I don't think it's the government's place to tell me to have to wear a mask. I think that that's that's a business's if they want to make the the people that are coming inside. Yeah, the place, I would rather the choice be mine. Sure. Yeah. If the, if the business wants the people that are coming in to wear masks, then okay, that's your rule as a business. And yeah. you have the right to refuse service as a business. That's your, that's your right. You can do that. So you don't have to serve people that are wearing that ma- or that aren't wearing masks if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Or if that's your rule, that's your rule. And what do you want? Well, it's just, I just in don't some think, I don't think that it's the government's place. I think no. It's, it's much more, especially when you're in rural areas too. And then it's like people are already pretty separated from each other. You know, why do I?
0: Well, it, I think how it translates in the minds of some people is that, you know, your personal decision is now a threat to me because if I have to encounter you with your maskless existence, I might get sick. So my personal health might be at risk. But I think yeah, what, what then- I mean, that sounds like a logical argument, but really, I, that's a that's a retraining. That's a manipulation, in my, in my opinion, of the mind to make you susceptible to being controlled. It's one more twist, one more turn yeah. of a knob in your head yeah. to make you submissive. And I think that's very dangerous. And that's something that Bjorn yeah, he talks, uh, talks about, about bending the
1: knee is um, what he calls yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and and you know when he talked obviously he's a man so he speaks from the point of view of a man and I and you we understand that but he's also talking about just people in general with some of the um the statements the points that he makes. Mm-hmm. And I really I like that. I appreciate that. I mean especially like when he talks about um, masculinity I think that's when he really hooked me with his political view uh, is the attack on masculinity that's been going on for decades now this is not something new Um, you know here in America for sure there's got to be a way I've, I can see it so there's got to be some scientific way to measure it but it feels like literally a the testosterone levels of men right is going down yeah. and the the, the the toughness, right? The toughness in general, like what Bjorn talks about, uh, even in his own country, has gone down big time. I mean, in other words, people just don't have strong backs anymore. You know what I mean? They, they can't take a hit, Yeah. you know, physically or mentally. And you and I have seen that. I mean, just in training, you know, I, I've seen it for sure in, in jobs I've had in the past where I had to train young men. Yeah. And boy, if they had to go through what I went through, they well, how I can't imagine them surviving. And in fact, even some of the people I did train quit. You know. I don't know because I hear about how um where I
1: work, you know, that how how hard it was um to be a part of that community yeah. before I started, and yeah. how rough they were on each other, They're even rougher. And, and I was like, I don't think I would have dealt. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't put up with it. There's so because because wow. it, it's to me to me it's like they it, a lot of it was really rude and 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 violent, and it was just not. It was not a. A place where I would want to work—that was See, just not I something I what would you're wanna, saying. I would want to put up with. So I would, I would try and find a different
0: community and a different workplace that wouldn't do that. Well, we yeah. have different points of view on that because for me, that's like another challenge. So if you up the, for me, from my point of view, if you up my challenge, and, and even if that challenge is just having to deal with your personality or your ego or your pride. I will I will want to outdo you. Like I'll wanna outsmart you. I'll I'll wanna out ego you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because to me that's a challenge and a challenge that means oh, a new test, a new way for me to learn to be even better than than you. And I mean, that sounds aggressive and competitive, and it is, and I think but that's part of what I think is I don't really think important. I wrong think that's, with being that's being destroyed, I think. I think
1: competitive though. is is good. Like to have a competitive teacher. I, I agree. it, may, it, it promotes better
0: outcome no it's really important and i think the, it's being it's goal. being ruined is the problem
1: yeah well what i took away from his uh his uh video on masculinity was that really uh, i liked what he said about you really need to speak your mind but do it in a calm voice right without using powerful language yeah that's which is important. something I, I i practice all the time i know it's like because that's one of the best things is when someone's coming down on you hard and they're just like yelling and they're upset and you're just like come back at them with your point of view and you just like say it calmly with no emotion because oh, it's man. like you can't affect me, guy. That's like the toughest it, thing for me to do, I, though. It is hard, but I love it. It's such a win for me because it's like you can't, you can't hurt me. Who are you? You're going to yell at me? Cool, dude. Let's do this. I'll, I'll so- talk to you calmly. I'm not going to call you any names. And by the yeah. end of this, I'm going to be the one who wins because I'm not the
0: one that lost my head. My day is still going great. Your day's ruined. No, day is it's ruined. An, it, I agree. It's so it's like the best position I have. In my case, it's like that's who my father is. He's the calm, cool, collected. It takes a lot for him to get triggered. My mother is the complete opposite, and I am like, you know, I'm just like a rudder in, lost in the ocean when it comes to that because sometimes I'm calm because if the sea's calm, I'm calm. If the sea's violent, I'm violent. Mm. And I don't know what's going to happen because I don't know sometimes i'm triggered by the dumbest things and people don't even realize the amount of it, the volcano they've like <laughs> woken in me and i haven't even like let it loose you know what i mean like no, I, I and know i, know I have to mean. deal with it. I, i've, it's I've like...
1: known you for a few years now so <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> dude it's... i know i know your buttons i know what what uh what triggers don't, you yeah in, uh, don't what, what don't. words to use but yeah it's, it's, it's fun uh, there's some things yeah that
0: no, it's an ongoing I, struggle Let's one, put it one thing that way. I was
1: surprised was your road rage. That was what I was surprised yeah, at. Yeah, sorry. But I guess I guess <laughs> I guess safety is a big thing to you. So that made sense. Um why why someone's uh, erratic driving. Well, when would someone upset breaks
0: you. my safety, it, see here, I guess I can break it down to this. When I consider when my brain considers something a personal offense, like a mm-hmm. personal Endangerment, yeah, then all bets are off. I just go, I'm ready to go full Hulk, you know, yeah. to the tombstone or the emergency room, whatever. I don't, you know, it's really stupid, <laughs> but it that's Cro Magnum <laughs> Mark, you know.
1: You want to mess with my safety? Oh, I'll show you messing with safety. Yeah, you want a better
0: example? That's my brain. <laughs> yeah. It's very sad, but uh, so yeah, when it comes to like that, like my personal endangerment at risk, then then I just everything I'm I, I see red and everything, all the other, you know, the switchboard is turned off but generally i try to be as like you said where i try to be calculative of what's going on around yeah, no me. and
1: you can you have you do have a very uh calm mind most of the time um the the, the few things that do get to your your heart i it, i think it's very difficult for you to control once it once it happens that's
0: the problem but No, i um, haven't seen you lose your shit yet oh good that's always something i want to i'll be honest with you this is true i've always every friend i have uh, new or old? Uh, one of my secret uh wishes of them is to know <laughs> is to know what they're like when they lose their shit because yeah. that's an important thing to know. No, yeah, absolutely. You want <laughs> you want to know
1: when the shit where hits the fan, where they where stand, where they, yeah, yeah, where they land, yeah. If they know to step away from it,
0: well, yeah. And, and can I hold them back if I have to? You know, mm-hmm. I remember one time. Uh, quick story. I met uh my friend, you know, our friend Tim's house, drinking and whatnot. And, um, Tim, this is Tim Martin. He's a really strong guy. And I didn't know how strong he was until this night. And yeah, we were new friends at the time. And some guy that we were hanging out with from work said something crass and triggered him. And we're all drunk. And, um, Tim got him in a headlock and was choking him. And, you know, I can only remember like a handful of times before that in my life where I've actually seen someone's face go purple From a lack of oxygen. And so I knew he was dying. So (laughs) I mean you don't you don't die right away. No, but I said dying. Like (laughs) Like he's in the process of leaving us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The process has begun. That's good. So I went over to to pull apart tim's arms and this is an example of what i'm talking because it felt like i was wrestling an alligator's jaw i'm like all right this is god like i I reached a point in my head where i'm like i have to do this i have to hurt myself to save this guy's life maybe i mean that's the that's what i thought okay as far as my brain is concerned i was saving someone's life period i wasn't like kind of saving them i was saving them right yeah so i you're in that kind of i put everything i i could into it and i even you know i I, I tore a tendon in my arm from doing it because I, I, I said, you know, my brain told me, look, we have to do this. We have to save him. I don't know if he's worth saving, but we got to <laughs> save him. <laughs> you know? But that's, yeah. but that's moments like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I like to know those things. Yeah. Because it's, I don't know, to me, that's an important hey, long, fact.
1: Long, the only time you'll see me lose it is when you attack my friends or family, and the, especially the friends that I consider family. Yeah, well, that's the only time you'll see me really get lose it as if you start attacking them and physical or or verbally
0: even sometimes Well, just so you know, I won't actually create the problem to know the results. So Well, yeah, I assume this much (laughs) I'm not gonna if you want to create the experiment, I guess uh, hire someone to I'm not that manipulative of of a friend
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but so I, I he talks about Bjorn, he talks about uh, animal treatment in one of his videos. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how he, that's a good video. I I actually really liked it. Um I that's one of the videos I don't know if I necessarily agree with because what didn't you agree with? So he he's saying that uh all animals should be should be treated nicely and need to be treated nicely no matter who you are. And what I didn't agree with is how he's enforcing other people uh, enforcing his ideas on other people. I was like, "Well, how well, is he enforcing? He's just it's just an opinion." Well, yeah, but he's saying this is what you need to do. For me, uh, I I don't know. Okay, so for mm, this okay, is a so controversial something. This yeah. is a controversial opinion, I guess. To me, animals are that they're just that they're 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 less right. They're less so, than man. So yeah, because, yeah. I mean, so I get you, that. you man has dominion over animals. That's just sure. Oh, that's just how we it rule works. the planet now. Yeah. As as a diminutive person, you can treat them however you please, but I do not want to treat animals like that, right? I don't want to treat them horribly, right? Uh, but I don't see if someone is treating them horribly, well, that's not necessarily the end of the world, you know. It's, it's not like you're you're hurting another person. Well, it's like I it's- I, I don't think as, as a as a person I would feel guilty and my conscience would not feel great hurting. A, a dog or mm-hmm. your' or, or a turtle or whatever i just i would just i would feel bad about doing that because i could see suffering and i don't want to cause that
0: well let me ask you this uh, and this is something i've actually i used to do like psychological conversations or tests right some of these mm-hmm. i made up and most of them i just heard or read but if you saw a puppy and a stranger drowning and you could only save one who would you say or you had to save the person well it's interesting i i agree and uh that was my answer but Believe it or not, a lot of people prefer to save the puppy No I, yeah I've heard that too uh, which is interesting to me I you know what I used to think boy that's a that's a real weakness of character because you should should favor your fellow man right but if you think about it more you start to you know of course you find uh, caveats you find ways to play devil's advocate for either side for the argument and that's the point I think of, of questions like that is to mm-hmm. make you think to to know yourself where does your morality yeah. sit? Um, now, if I was the stranger drowning, I would hope that somebody would save me. <laughs> but no,
1: save the puppy. Well,
0: what's interesting too is I think you can change that in certain in little ways yeah. and affect the person's decision making. Like well, if yeah, it was a puppy I, or a baby, yeah, or I a think chi- most yeah, people are going to say the baby yeah. or the child, right? I mean, what if it looked, you know? I mean, I don't know. What if you said, some, what if you got weird about it and said, uh, uh, it's somebody's grandpa, he and he, but he kind of looks like Stalin and he's drowning. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Or he Maybe, what if it was a guy pl- cosplaying as Hitler for a, a school play, but he's drowning next to a puppy, but you see Hitler and you say, fuck that These guy. These are great mental images and I thank you for them. You're welcome. <laughs> I really so, like this
1: kid Hitler.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't say it was a kid, but just like... <laughs> you I, said
1: it was a school play, right? So it's kid Hitler okay, with a mustache. A college
0: play, yeah, right. <laughs> he's got... <laughs> yeah. He's such a great mental... And he's trapped underneath a log like holding it. Late. He's like, help, hell. So now, there's a log now you're adding elements
1: well yeah i said these are mental images that you put in my head with kid hitler oh i didn't put them there you made them don't give me credit don't put that evil on me don't you put that evil on me ricky bobby that's right yeah so um but i mean i would i treat animals with respect because also i'm using animals as tools and i believe you should use uh your your tools with respect because then they'll treat you better
0: well that's something i remember being when i worked at medieval times i remember um the horse master telling me about you know be prepared for like strange questions that people are going to ask you uh when you come in contact with the public the guest mm-hmm. right yeah and, yeah, and, and they do and things. and you know i generated some possibilities and some of them came true um but one he mentioned i thought was really good that always still comes up in my mind now is the treatment of the animal right because that's really important to me too oh my gosh you treat your animals so well well times. i think so too but i you know some people have the argument that they shouldn't even be performing at all they shouldn't be forced to perform or things like that and you know they'll get injured now I mean, people shouldn't be farming and having Well people shouldn't be and working regular yeah. dangerous jobs either but yeah. man puts that 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 was that's how I reason that that labor is that yeah. even man forces man to labor to survive yeah. right and i don't see that is uh not disingenuous but i don't see it as immoral uh toward the animal especially especially if a respect an honor and a care is given. Yeah, absolutely. I think if that's established, then um, I think then uh, not everything, but almost anything is really okay. I mean, well, I mean there's only a, a menu, he, a smaller menu. The menu becomes small about what's not okay after that. You he, know what I mean? The animals in Medieval Times, not only are they treated very well, but they are having
1: the cushiest life they could possibly have. Like even at another barn or out in the wild, they're living in, in comfort and luxury as a horse. Like right. they get heating and cooling, year round, yeah, fed all the time, picked their stalls all the time, you know, they're they're getting the best treatment. Even the birds are getting treated well. You know, right. like I agree. It's I it just is, take it care is, of them, it is so yeah. Even though they are doing work. The most work they're doing, I doubt is even close to
0: what they'd be doing. In well, the it's wild. interesting too. Like some, and, some enjoy it, right? Yeah. They love it. You can oh. see that they're excited to do, like to get out, to, to exercise basically, yeah. to be in the show or to like run or do any of that stuff. Yeah.
1: They're, they're, they're living the life, you know, and they get treated really well. Um, if they do happen to limp for any reason, if they get the slightest limp, we're, they're um, out. They're they, done. They're, they are not in the show. We're not using them. <laughs> they, these horses get treated better than the squire. I was just nice. going to say so. I used to
0: say that like, you know, if if a if a horse dies, we have a funeral. If a squire dies, they put up a now hiring sign, you know, cuz it's like it's true. I but I I think that's yeah. an example of uh an environment where the animals favored and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine. You know what I'm, I'm not too. okay I th- I th- with is zoos. Very... I hate zoos. I think zoos are just prisons. That's why I, I won't yeah, go to a zoo anymore. And
1: I think for some animals it really is, especially the more like intelligent animals that that need that space. Like whales. You can't do that with whales, man. Whales are not up for like the, that kind of confined you cannot have enough room space for a whale to to be to feel like it has enough space to move around. Yeah, and, and like and then and then know, like a to, horse you
0: can let out. It's a land you know, animal. It, you can't let dogs. an orca out. You know <laughs> <laughs> What why not? Why can't you have it enclosed sea? I mean, I'm sure that exists somewhere in the world, but I, I it's not every aquarium has that that has orcas too or dolphins Uh, i don't know oh the other thing is there's no predators in the in the castle
1: we got no we got no animal trying to hunt down the horse you know you got if you're if you're sick the horse has even got a little bit of a sniffle he gets a vet call he gets a day off yeah Yeah. you know the vet we have 24-hour service for these i remember the one and only time i tried to call in for work oh yeah
0: no the one and only time I tried to call in for work there, I, <laughs> our boss so well, Why don't you just come in and uh, work backstage? We'll find something to do. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that, but I just wanted to sound a different when I did his voice.
1: He sounds like Rambo. <laughs> I didn't know our boss was Rambo.
0: He does kind of sound like Rambo now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I won't say his name, but yeah, he did kind of sound like Rambo. Anyway, um so going back to uh, Bjorn's channel, another thing that he talks about is is weapon making, bow making, axe making, shield making in, uh, of, of the Viking age, cause he's really obsessed with that. And I guess I am too, like my whole life, I just love Vikings and like that era. But one thing that's really interesting that's me, to me that he brought up getting political again is that there is, and I didn't know this existed, cause obviously we're not in Norway, but there is a, a movement to, um, it's sort of like a Viking denial yeah, party or something. His Isn't his that crazy? Got,
1: he, he, one of his friends is a historian who had like a job as a professor or whatever, something like that, like in you know, Academica or Demica or whatever. Academia. Uh, yeah, Academia. I'm here for you. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, he got fired for, for speaking against... Uh, the the movement to get rid of the notion of Vikings and and Scandinavian as a as a culture and a people
0: isn't that that is crazy to me Can yeah. you imagine being of that descent of that line or you know to be Norwegian to be Icelandic and and for someone to say or a part of the world to say no you, you don't have you're not a real people you're just kind of like a bootleg pirate in, from Northern Europe I mean it seems so uh, it's really
1: weird because it's like if you're a collection of, of people. You definitely have a culture, right? Like they
0: Uh, Yeah, how many people do you need to have a culture? I mean Uh, a community.
1: Even if it it is, say, America, right? Yeah. Do we have a culture? We're just a bunch of immigrants. So evidently like even if you have a Scandinavian group of people, they had a culture. It's like even if it some is, some cultures from, have multiple cultures yeah. within them. Yeah. Oh yeah, subcultures. That's right. You know, they they got goth goth
0: Swedes. <laughs> I wish I could remember their name. There's a, there's a there's a cla- not a class. There's a culture of people in the world. There's two that are interesting, and I can't remember the names of either. But one is um a type or is a people that they move around on all fours, kind of like apes do. It's very okay. bizarre, and it, they they've been living that way for you know for centuries. And another Are one their speaks longer? through whistling. Uh no, but they do have they do visually have like like broader shoulders and okay. so, like, so, And they're they just, human and so they, they speak. Kinda, they kinda, kinda squat and they just Yeah, they move around uh, yeah, they move around on their hands and, and, and their feet. And the other one uh lives up in the mountains and they communicate through whistling. Yeah, and uh and the Amazon. Oh, is that in the Amazon? Yeah, that one yeah, they're really cool. I don't I know thought if that was interesting. It's a whole language around whistling. Cause yeah. you know, they, there's, they, a f-
1: there's a couple languages that are, that are based around like whistles and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it, I guess it, uh, evolved alongside like birds and that's
0: kind of like where it came from. Well, birds are not, well, we're going to get way off topic here, but yeah. So anyway, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of queer things going on in the world right now. And, uh, I don't know. I guess in, in a way, we're kind of recommending to go check out Bjorn's YouTube Absolutely. channel. Absolutely. I think he, would you he, call this a review of, of his channel?
1: Not really. It's a, it's a dive, right? We're, we're diving into, uh, it's a discussion. Yeah. yeah you know, we're discussing his channel, uh, discussing some of his videos. And I would say we're recommending, at least I am recommending you to check out his channel. He has a lot of interesting ideas. And if you're interested in any, uh, bushcrafting and stuff like that and like how to survive in the wilderness, he talks about that stuff. And he, and he has links to all the, uh,
0: stuff that he uses in his channel. So it's really,
1: he's just, you know, he's an interesting guy.
0: Was there anything about him or his videos that you disagreed with? Um, for the most part, no. You didn't find anything, uh, obscure or or too well, proud or too
1: emotional no he is <laughs> he's funny so he talks about stoicism a lot which mm-hmm. um i have issues with but just stoicism in general because yeah. it's because uh, of uh, uh i which is love of fate which i just can't get behind I hate the idea. Hold on, you've confused me. What does a love of fate mean, other than maybe... Accepting yeah. that uh, fate exists and that it controls your life.
0: And that's and called a fati? Amu fati. It's it's Latin. Okay. You can't just throw shit out like that and not explain it. Um, I said
1: amu fati, which means love of fate.
0: <laughs> so, and that's contrary to someone who that's is contrary stoic? To,
1: that's, no, that is stoic. That is stoicism. Right? Okay. Okay. And that's part of stoicism. I should yeah, you just say. It, that's why. Okay, so I, I don't, I, I, don't like that. I don't like why not because I don't agree with con- other outside forces controlling me and having dominion over what I, what
0: happens to me. I well, like I, would I, so so I would say that. I think not a byproduct, a side effect of of uh, your conscious. That's
1: a side effect of my ego for sure. Your consciousness, right? Yeah, right. that's that's
0: that's my ego saying, "Screw you, get out of this," and uh, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> I just love that how complex the mind is and how. You know, your ego is basically just France. It's just put there to, to to disagree sometimes, just just outright disagree with anything going out else going on in your mind, even if it's illogical. Your ego <laughs> can just come along and go, nah, fuck that, yeah, and, well, and you know, and screw up your day maybe or or your life. But it, it you know, it's still an important tool in the process of decision making and you know, cognitive thinking and obscure rationale. So right,
1: but uh. He talks about stoicism and he talks about, uh, what he uses it for is cause he says that he's a very emotional person and he tries to control his emotions through stoicism. See, that's really important. Which I think is important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I actually, I, I'm glad you brought that up cause I remember him talking about that and it, it struck a chord with me because I, I actually am that way myself. I'm actually a very emotional person. Um, and I'm also pretty extroverted. So, uh, kind of like Flew Leborg, the German comedian. I don't know if you've ever seen him; he's pretty <laughs> hilarious. But he had an interview recently that I watched with Conan O'Brien, and he made he made a point that again struck a chord with me: was that he he needs people, you know, he he feeds off of an audience, right? People being around him. I'm totally like that. I I, I open up uh, like exponentially when the more people I have like paying attention to me, um, and it's just you know, it's not an endeavor; it's just the way I am, kind of thing. And at the same time, I can understand the stoicism that Bjorn is talking about because that's useful as well, especially when you're trying to control your emotions. It's very useful. I agree. No, I think
1: so too. And stoicism has a lot um, of parallels with like Eastern philosophy as well. And like just like uh, Zen practices and like letting, you know, things go and being like, you know, uh, mindful meditation kind of in a sense. Um, (laughs) One of the things, I think it's Marcus Aurelius, right? He was a Stoic and he has um, he has memoirs that he, were not meant to be read by anyone. They were just things like he like a diary, pretty much, you know, personal thoughts. Right? Yeah. And one of the things he he would say is like, I know today I will meet adversity. I know today I will meet people who do not agree with me. And I know today there will there will be things that I do not like. But it I sounds will. like a mantra. Like, yeah, you know. pretty much. And he would just say, like, but I will overcome and I will and I will not let these things that I cannot control control me. Well, that's
0: yeah. I, that, I'm gonna add that into my my morning routine. I think that's a, that, that's uh, like a,
1: a paraphrase because I can't remember exactly. What I don't care. It's what it good enough for me. <laughs> but it's pretty much like pretty much along those lines. Which is like, yeah, t- every day is like that, isn't it? <laughs> every day you meet people or you meet things that you don't agree with, and that are trying to upset you. But since one of the things I do like about stoicism that is very difficult to do is things that you cannot control do not get upset about. Right. Like if you uh, say someone um, or yes, yeah, say some pe- people don't like you. You can't control what they like and what they don't like. So don't. Well, you shouldn't care. You. I mean, that just comes back to or, not caring what
0: other people think about you. you should, right. But it's you should dwell it's, on that thought it's more because than just that, what, that will what affect people, your your forward thinking your forward movement as a human being as a person.
1: Yeah. But it's more than just like what other people think. It's it's also along the lines of like, you know, if something horrible happened to you or so. There's a decision that's out of your control that you don't get to make. Like a promotion or something like that. If you've already done everything you possibly could, and now you're just waiting on the decision, or a disease, say you're waiting to hear back from your doctor if you have cancer or not. Like you can't control if you have cancer, so stop worrying. Wow. <laughs> and only worry about the things that you. can <laughs> That's control. quite a statement. But I know that's, that's what a, I'm saying. That's a deep. Like that's a deep it. thought. Let's I like take a break. It, there, we'll, it's be, back. we'll be back. Very difficult. We'll be back
0: in a minute. If you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, that also helps. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're still listening, then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on
1: RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with audiopong at gmail.com. Be happy, be healthy, and I have, have a metal, metal life. life. So Bjorn has an episode called Some Thoughts About Negative People. And this was after he got like a bunch of like uh, hate and just like a bunch of like negative comments on one of his videos. Oh, about people think, with
0: anonymity on the internet are vicious.
1: Yeah, and I think it was the one that he had, uh, it was against like his... Him talking about masculinity and positive masculinity at that point, right. not even talking about how, you know, men are dominant or anything. Nothing like vicious. You well, know? It's, it's, just-
0: it's weird, too, because masculinity is used even by women. It's just a it's it's a, a necessary tool for leadership right? Yeah. or our aspect of, of a character, I should say. But anyway. yeah, to be assertive and to be. You know- yeah. You can't be a strong female leader without masculinity. I mean, the fact that it's based on men because they m- mostly have it, right? Okay. But that's my point, you yeah. know? It's like, it's that's still-, still...
1: something I need to learn more about, like, the differences and what it means to have masculine qualities and feminine qualities. I mean, because you get the base level, and that, that's understandable, but I don't understand it on a deep level. Anyways, he talks about negative people and how she's talking a bunch of, like, rude comments and making mean uh, things, nothing constructive, you know, just being... Uh, vicious for vicious sense. right yeah it shows hateful shows a weakness within you it shows that you're the one with the problem you're the one who doesn't know how to control themselves doesn't know how to you know express their feelings in a way and and this is actually like an old psychological uh theory where if you reflect what is wrong with yourself so
0: whatever you're hating on is something you see That that yeah that's something that, with yourself. Th- i've found against. that to be true with myself do you ever do that you ever get you ever just be vicious, or comes out of you sometimes on the internet, like in a comment or oh, in no. a conversation. Because D- I don't, really, Zach always uh, behaves not on
1: the internet for sure. I because I'm not going to waste my time trying to figure out how to spell words. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's yeah. too difficult for me to spell
0: and to read and to write. Okay, it's not in my. But what about in conversation? Oh, I'll be controversial. You don't even experiment with it. No, I don't mean controversial. I mean vicious, just like blatantly. Arrogant and rude and and diminutive. You've never done that. Come on.
1: No, not really. I can't think of like a day to day aspect that I've
0: ever like just well, not day to day. I just at least any memory. Never. You've never even tested it. Well, no, because I hate bullies, man. Well, so why? I, but I mean, I was I had to be a bully once before I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, no, you, you testing like no especially as a child, hate. but even as an adult, I've done things. I've done some really some really bad things actually that I regret now. But in the moment, I was, you well, know, I, mean, I was I really just testing things. the world. I was testing myself. I was testing that I was challenging. You know, I was just testosterone, whatever was just coming. Yeah, out I've of
1: done me. things that I I wish uh, I hadn't done. Like I, I I took someone's girlfriend. You know, that was pretty not cool. Oh, it was, especially,
0: especially since it was That's my, the worst. Come on, there's got to be worse than
1: that. Since, especially since it was my my best friend's twin brother's girlfriend. That was like that was pretty bad. My best friend, twin brother's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so the sisters, a former roommate. So one of my yeah. So one of my best friends, his twin brother, his that guy's girlfriend is the one I took. I was just like, I don't know. I have uh. But
0: that's like the worst thing I've ever done. Probably that. I I've, don't know about that. Like. I haven't yet. I've only. Well, no, that's not true. I have done that, but I think I really think the more mature position is just to realize, like it wasn't vindictive. I mean, if, if I don't know the, the way well, that was. Yeah, that wasn't a vindic- of I wasn't trying to be. That mean. is to me. That is one way to leave a relationship. You know, if especially if it's over in someone's mind uh yeah is to fall in love with somebody else i mean that to me is a natural transition i don't know i feel like we need to talk about that again at some point i don't i just i try really hard to be a good person well so do i but i mean the the heart wants what the heart wants the things i do
1: the worst is just when i'm alone and i'm just like shouting rude things in my car (laughs) what you do to your body (laughs) (laughs) no that's when i really let it out no i just you know um, I just yell in the car. Sometimes I'll say some stupid shit, but it, I'm, yeah. not, I'm alone. No one's gonna hear it. It doesn't matter. Hmm So I, I, I. I mean, my my public face is
0: always kind and open. Boy, and so you wow, and... you're such a better person. I am than no, I, I just try I, really hard. <laughs> oh, either way, <laughs> I mean, not that it doesn't make me better. Just... You've never so you've never done any kind of bullying in your life at all. Oh you've never no, picked on someone. No, I've always wow. been the bullied. And then I formed a gang. That blows my mind. And then I formed a gang, and then
1: I beat, I, we beat, we beat up bullies. But I was really the only one that was doing the beating up. But yeah, wow, that was that. I might be the worst thing. Because all right, well, on because, that note, <laughs> maybe we should because bullies you Bjorn. have problems of their own. Like they're the ones that had like they have things going on with their home. That's when I learned that that was like a thing.
0: Well, everybody's. I don't know. I think everybody is a bully inside in some way, whether they've expressed it or not. There's it's just a part of our character that you know that domination power i mean that that is like i guess you could say a byproduct or a side effect of masculinity well i
1: mean i'm sure i like i push people aside in the sense of you haven't proven yourself to me yet so i'm
0: not going to give you
1: the, like the the my time yet yeah but, but that's, when, that's, that, that's that's that's
0: a classy move i'm i'm talking about full on you know douchebag butchery um, but let's no, say that i don't let's drink, let's don't end it right? i know so i know that, like, that's i'm trying something. to think of something i can't well you stew on it and mm-hmm. uh and we'll ask that uh everyone listening please go check out bjorn andreas bolhansen's youtube channel and don't forget to come back here to audio pong and actually what we got something special coming up don't we yeah this sunday oh should we talk about it, or is that going to be a future episode? Or are we going to release two things at the same time? I think we'll we'll make it a
1: future episode. That way, we can All have right. a bit of a backlog. So we got
0: a cool we got a cool uh, future episode coming up. Yeah, we'll have uh, a special guest, if you will. Cool, I can't wait. All right, Zach, it's nice talking with you, it's and we'll nice catch the rest of you, you later. Peace.